Bitly and Murata mornings. Social studies. Brought to you by CarolHasTheBuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Oh, it is that time. Nine o'clock. Thursday morning. Time for some social studies with Sarah Cazell. What do you got for us today, Sarah? We've got basketball. We've uh, got yeah, yeah. more basketball. And what else? And, and even Wars. more best and Star Wars. Yeah. And Star Wars. Yes. Chewbacca right. would have been a great power forward. <gasps> That's not bad. <laughs> it is bad. I can't, it is bad. I can't do it. What? Wait. Vic, you're great at animal noises and yes. you're great at impressions, Vince, and neither of you can do Chewy? No. Jarrett? Well, he does Chewy every day, technically. <laughs> yeah, I can't. He I is word. Chewy. <laughs> I can't do that. I, like, I can't roll my R's or anything. I can't do it. Oh, really? <laughs> Instead, of, instead of Chewbacca, you're Chewmatza. Yeah! I've always said Chewbacca. Oh, that's, that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. Chewmatza seasonal. Chewmatza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is tremendous. All right, welcome into social studies, everybody. <laughs> that's great. We are on Twitter, at Bickley underscore Murata, at Bickley underscore Murata. Our personal accounts are linked in the bio as well. If you're into that sort of thing. Let's start with the Phoenix Suns looking at game three tomorrow night against the Nuggets. Yes, game two on Monday, game three on Friday. Thank you so much, scheduling gods. Open-ended question. What is the biggest adjustment the team needs to make for game three? Recalibrate the aim on the shooting. Can't go, can't shoot 40% as a team. Make open shots. Yeah, yes. that's really, that's that's number one. I think everything else, I think most issues disappear. You make open shots. So the problem with that is like they were trying to make open shots, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't an issue of not getting open. It was just they weren't falling. Yeah, right. So you can't really control like whether the shot does or doesn't fall. No, no, exactly. But but I think that you you hope that that everything. I don't know that it's it's a make or miss league, and it's really it really comes down to that simple. When you get yeah. the opportunity to make open shots, they've got to drop. Yeah, Do it. A, the players. This is like you know the new fangled stats in baseball, where it doesn't really even matter if you get an out or not because you hit the ball hard. Mm-hmm. They're getting the open shots, but it does matter. You have to make the shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Suns this year now have. Had had 10 games this season, regular season and playoffs, where they've shot 41.5% or less. They're 0-10 in those games. It's a make or miss league. Okay. So make more than you miss. Make those shots. There you go. Okay, I like that. I like that that equation there. Biggest adjustment the Suns need to make for Game 3 tomorrow night. Future is History says, go small with KD at center. Terrence Ross, Damian Lee, and TJ Warren minutes need to go up. Daylight Film says the Suns just need to play like they did in Game 2. Up to the point when Chris Paul exited the game, the shots are going to fall at home, he says. Sarah MC, similar. She just says those shots need to fall. Brian Barger says the correct answer is KD needs to play like KD. That's a good one. Yeah. He needs to be the shot-making sniper that can take over the game. He should make that his duty. See what he did there? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Hey! 
Nick says campaign Terrence Ross and TJ Warren scoring. Nick wants to see more scoring from those three guys. Eddie Valley says, well, obviously they need to put Kevin Durant on the bench so they can get some bench points. <laughs> he writes, hashtag coaching. Uh, and then Corpse Shasta says, we just need to start cheating. Okay. okay. If, you if you aren't cheating, you aren't trying. Uh, speaking of, did you guys see that the Alabama baseball coach has been let go following allegations of uh, uh, basically fudging games for sports betting? No. That's that went down in the last like thirty minutes. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so another Greg Byrne production. Well, yeah, it, listen, it, with a lot of stuff. Listen, Alabama right now that that athletic department is a nightmare right now. Yes. From that basketball Brandon team and Miller, the quality, yep. the lack of character. Play Players they've recruited and what they've ended up doing. Now, this gambling scandal, though, this isn't unique to Alabama. This is this is a, the next frontier in sports on all levels. You can't think for a minute that you can legalize sports wagering and then continue to 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 you know be hypocritical and, and penalize or think players are not going to get engaged in it. That's that's Pollyanna. Wow, that's a big story. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. All right, let's get to our next question. Um, zooming out from the Suns, just looking at the NBA playoffs as a whole, including the Suns, which NBA team has been most impressive in the playoffs so far and why? What's caught your eye? Wow. That that seems like such a basic question, but I was thinking about this like when I was watching the, the Philly-Boston game last night is how I would rank the eight remaining teams in terms of their odds to win a championship. And I still have Boston number one. You know, they're healthy. They're deep. The deepest team left. Um, so I would I would vote for them. Even though they lost game one at home to Philly, I'm, I'm voting Boston. I would, uh, I, even though I would not pick this team to, to advance even another series, but I'm most impressed with the Miami Heat for being able to well, do what they did to the Bucks. That's true. Yeah. And they're going in shorthanded every night. They almost pulled off game two without Jimmy Butler. (laughs) Wild. All right. It's uh, pretty indicative of how the playoffs are going so far. I don't I don't know if we have any repeat answers or very few repeat <laughs> answers. Jordan Kuda says the Lakers have been most impressive to him so far. I did not think that LeBron James and Anthony Davis could stay healthy. Forrest Bennett says the Nuggets look the most formidable so far. Daylight Film goes with the Warriors. He says even though they lost game one to the Lakers, the 0-2 comeback slash game seven win over the Kings has me thinking the defending champs are going to be a tough out. Do I smell tacos? Says the Miami Heat are on fire. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Disney World rematch. (laughs) Bubble basketball, anybody? No. No? Oh, no. Scream inside your heart? Yeah. Do I smell tacos? I'll just warn you as my co-host from a content standpoint, if the Lakers make the finals, I'm not watching it. (laughs) I won't watch a second of it. My silent, stupid protest. So, so, so we're vowing to ignore the NBA Finals if the Lakers are in it? Maybe I'll schedule oh, a vacation for that's that That's interesting. Week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, I look forward to finding out. Yeah. Uh, getting to our final question, uh, as we said at the top of the segment, with today being May 4th, 
become Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. It's a whole social media thing. So we asked our listeners to assign a Star Wars character to these five Valley athletes. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, Kyler Murray, Corbin Carroll. Do you guys want to take a swing at this, or do you want to go straight to the listeners? This is not my expertise. That's right. We say it every time. This is where our people come through. Brad Johnson says Devin Booker is Luke Skywalker. He brought hope. New hope. Kevin Durant is chewy. He is lanky and reliable. DA is C-3PO. He has the knowledge and the skill, just not the aggression, and sometimes he's in the way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Corbin Carroll is the millennial, or excuse me, millennium falcon. I'm the millennial falcon. Well, that's good. Carroll is the millennium falcon. Kessel run in 12 parsecs. He could do it. Definitely. Jimmy, well, while, All while making a face. Uh, exactly. What what kind of face is that? <laughs> Jarrett. Jarrett. <laughs> all right, we won't wait for it. Jimmy from Philly says Devin Booker is Luke Skywalker. He is the new hope. Kevin Durant is Darth Vader. He is a powerful villain. D.A. Man, you look like you're about to poop your pants. Yep. D.A. on the spot. <laughs> all about timing. <laughs> is Jar Jar Binks because he has goofy... Or he is goofy and he has um, bad hands. Kyler Murray is, I I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, Jawa? J-A-W-A? Yes, Jawa. Jawa. I don't remember that. Neither do I. Small and scheming, but a skilled mechanic. Corbin Carroll is Yoda. He is small, but harnesses all aspects of the Force. I'll read a couple more. Um, a lot of people are saying Aiton is Jar Jar Binks, as you just said. Yes. She's Doodle Dad. It's because he, he's tall, lanky, drops everything, and he says a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a good one. something. Kevin Durant is Kylo Ren. Yes. He has a killer mentality, but he hates when people talk about him. <laughs> and Cheese Doodle Dad also says that Devin Booker is Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi, becoming the all-powerful Jedi. And then Beautiful Mike says, look, guys, I'm on strike. I can't write all of this material for you. <laughs> Timely. Well Sports, done. Sports Kebab fan club uh, infuriated an entire yeah, fan base of a franchise. What? Let's see. Devin Pickles. Booker is Captain Picard. Oh, Kevin no. Durant is Spock. DeAndre Ayton is Scotty. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Very, I think I saw a Harry Potter submission as well. Yes. Very funny. That's Thank great. you, Sarah. Thank, Thank you, Sarah. guys. Uh, chimed in on uh, social studies. And you can find all that fun at uh, on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Coming up next, we just talked about adjustments, what adjustment can make. Well, something, uh, an adjustment the fan base can make. We'll get into that next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Bickley and Murata talk Suns Nuggets now. You got to believe that it's going to come our way here soon. We got to go home and take care of business. That That's where we are right now. And um, you'd love to come up here and get a split. But we have some of the greatest fans in, in the world. And um, we need them when we get back there because we have a chance to even this thing up on our home court. There you hear it, Monty Williams, the head coach of the Suns, after Game 2 on Monday night. We need the fans. Game 3. Uh, there's no wiggle room for the Phoenix Suns nope. right now. The series is far from over. 
But that can change very quickly if the Nuggets find a way to win Game 3. So uh, I, I don't think Monty Williams is the only member of the Phoenix Suns counting on the fan base to show up and uh, and, and show out for, mm-hmm. for Game 3. As I called it uh, a couple weeks ago uh, during the Clippers series, Footprint Center needs that free chicken sandwich energy from the outside. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. No, you're absolutely right, and it and it and it can't be conditional, and it can't be uh, shaky or tenuous. Meaning, uh, be be present from the very beginning and stay present. That I think that's what Monty Williams is trying to say. Because at at peak volume, at peak decibel, the crowd at Footprint Center it's a difference maker. Um, It was a revelation three years ago. It 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 still can get to that level. It doesn't do. It is consistently, and that's understandable. The first time is always the first time, and and but this is this you don't very, very often you, you don't get a plea from the head coach of a, a team in Phoenix to the fan base. No. That doesn't happen very often. No. So fortunately for the Phoenix Suns, that fan base is there, and they do need to show out. Yeah, and you got to work in in unison, you know, the fan base with the team as well, because you remember and you were in the building last May. For Game 7 against the Mavericks. Oh, yeah. And that was the last really do-or-die situation for the Phoenix Suns in that building. And it became clear early in that game how it was going to go. But the process and the feeling of being in that environment and just feeling the energy sucked out of the fan base, from it turning to belief to doubt to anger. Oh yeah. That I you can never quantify this, but I think that's one of the reasons why it got so bad that day. It's because just a, it was like a it was like a morgue at a certain it was point. Crazy, I've, and, I've, and the Mavericks, to their credit, they feasted on it. They, oh yeah, they, they got a feel of it, and they wanted it to continue. And that must have been, you know, from from their side, that must have been one of the more gratifying experiences in their careers. Uh, they'll never forget the time that Footprint Center went absolutely silent. Yeah. And they were the root cause of the whole thing. So, yeah, I, I think that, you know, if you find a way to get to the finish line in Game 3, yeah, you need to win both games. I, there's, there is no margin for error this weekend, okay? Um, not, that's not to say you can't win a Game 5 in Denver, but you, you don't want to go down that path. So what you want to do is just find a way to win both these games. And I think the second one um, becomes easier if you get the first one. And the first one has to happen because um, the the Suns should have more desperation. And they should shoot the ball better. And then I think once they get that game, then everything is going to level out a little bit. So there is a path back in the series. And I'm pretty... uh I think just odds makers, national media, if the Suns tie it up now 2-2, two to two, I think everything shifts. The pressure's all on Denver. Without a doubt. And yeah. everybody starts saying the Suns are favored in the series again. Yeah, and Kellen, when we talked to him, he kind of hit on that subject of, of pressure on Denver. Um, you know, this has been their very, very steady climb to the number one seed. First time they've ever had that position in their franchise history. There's expectations on this team now. You have a, a one-time or two-time MVP in Nicole Jokic, uh, there's expectation on him to kind of get this over the hump. And in Denver, they're saying, in a much different scenario, they're saying the same things that we're saying. Like, the West was so weird this year. Maybe this is the year the Nuggets finally climb the, the, to, the, to the top of the mountain. So, yeah, there is pressure. And if you do win Game 3, and win, especially if you can win it decisively, um, man, you shift all the pressure to, to the Nuggets. And they're uh, not saying, necessarily yeah, listen, adept at dealing with that. I have been saying this 
this for two days. I've seen this uh, myself up close and personal. Teams that get out to two nothing leads, they feel like they are in such command of the series, and, and there's a comfort zone to all of that. But when the team that's down o two shows the resilience to come back and win their two home games, winning their two home games being down o two is significantly different and harder. And more stout than going up 2-0. And the team that was up 2-0 will feel that. Yes. And look, the, the, the Suns got up 2 nothing last year. And I heard all of the talk. Oh, you don't see Dallas beating this, mm-hmm. this Suns team 4 out of 5. Guess what they did? They beat the Suns team 4 out of 5. That's right. Yeah, um, it can happen. It can. Milwaukee in the finals. They didn't even need 4 out of 5. They didn't need 4. They just needed 4. So, yeah, it, it, it definitely can happen, and, and tone can be set. The energy level can be set by the fan base. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I, I think we, we've seen Devin Booker in these situations where there's a big home game. We saw it during the regular season. Again, uh-huh. it's a regular season, but but I think he'll be the one leading the charge. I just think I think we're going to see something spectacular from KD on Friday. I'd be shocked if we didn't. And that's where it becomes interesting, too, because over this three-year playoff run, there's been certain players who have been able to ignite the fan base a little bit more. And most of those guys are gone. Mm-hmm. Jay Crowder was one. Love that guy. Javon Carter was one. JaVale McGee was one. But there's one guy that's really still left. Cameron Payne, when he gets on those roles, he can be the guy that ignites the fan base. Oh, yeah. Too. And he's going to have a much heavier role in Game 3 and forward. So. Uh, right, because he's got that combination of underdog swagger and defiance. Yes. And that, that speaks to people. And so, yeah, so listen, I, I think I, uh, unlike a, a, a portion of the fan base, I do not believe all is lost. Yeah. It's exciting. Only six more days till game three. So <laughs> stay tuned, everyone. It's coming. I feel like I'm doing a Super Bowl pregame well, show at this yeah. point. Well, the, Lake, the Lakers and the Warriors are going to end up playing two games in between. In between. The, right, yeah. It's, it, but that's ridiculous. Boston and Philadelphia also did that. Yeah, oh that's gosh. true. Uh, coming up next, oh, the triumphant return. Oh, boy. Oh, man, do we need this in the worst way. An addition. Well, you're going to get it in the worst Nick way. I promise King. you that. Not a mustache. <laughs> get happy, Nick right King. Mustache, not a mustache yeah. is next. It's Pickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome to the show. We are Bickley and Murata Mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Oof, we are about to get into an edition of Mustache, Not a Mustache. And we haven't played in what, like three weeks? One Four month. Four weeks? Exactly one We're month ago today. Woo! Shake the rust off those mustaches, rusty folks. Stop. <laughs> rusty uh-huh. Jones. Rusty Mustache. Rusty Royale. Let's get to our question on ArizonaSports.com. Who needs to step up the most in Chris Paul's absence? We have five options. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Campaign, or other. KD. Yes, KD is the answer. Let's place the vote for the new Call of Duty character. Oh, it's pretty even split for three of these guys. Campaign gets 35% of the vote. Campaign? Campaign? DA gets 31% of the vote. Kevin Durant gets 28% of the vote. It does not matter what the poll is. DeAndre Ayton will be near the top of it. (laughs) 4% say Devin Booker. 3% say other. Ain't that something. 
gonna, I was going to attempt to do the ain't that something quote in a Jar Jar Binks voice. But do it. Whoa, oh, no. Do I don't know about That's that. That's not something you do on the fly. Whoa, yeah. Risa something. <laughs> we got KB. <laughs> that was good. Wow. That was good. Risa winning at home. Anyhow, that's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. On the uh, home, you can vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Mustache. Not a mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Big mustache. Big mustache. My mustache. Your mustache. Say the word. The word mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Now we both have said mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. If you only got a mustache. Mustache or no mustache? <laughs> mustache, not a mustache. That's right. It is. Well, it's not what? that time of week. It's later in the week. Were those dorks making fun of us? <laughs> what would they have to say, honestly? It was no, no. They weren't made. It just I happened. I, f- I forgot. Oh, thank you. It was from the draft coverage. Actually, oh. Bickley was actually within that conversation. Oh, okay. They were they were talking about getting up in each other's mustaches, which <laughs> and, I don't, it's, and listen, don't recommend. It, it make fun of us. Yeah. I endorse that. Yes. I <laughs> love it. Please do. I love it. <laughs> Please, everyone, make fun of me. I don't get it enough. <laughs> no. But it is, uh, we're playing America's fastest growing facial hair related quiz sensation. It is a mustache. Not a mustache. We are rusty. Yes. And I, <laughs> I will be playing a clip from a movie, a TV show, a, an interview, or a song, and Bickley Murata will have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. They get a bonus point if they correctly identify the person. First one, the 10 wins. Today's topic, because we're the Suns are in the middle of a playoff series against the Denver Nuggets. All things Nuggets. All Go- things. Gold. gold, you got it. All things gold, the Nuggets named after the mid-1800s gold rush okay. in the Colorado area. Uh, I, we haven't played in a, I don't even know. We haven't right, played right, in a month or not. Right. I can't remember what happened yesterday. But we do do a, we'll do a virtual corn flip. Dan, would you like to go first? I'll go first. Second? Yeah. All right, here we go. There's a lady who should oh, never this All it glitters is gold. Robert Plant, not a mustache. That is correct. Two points on the board. What's All the right. name of that song? I think that... Uh, that Hotel like, California. That song's got a good future, I think. <laughs> Hotel California. All right, Vince. Yep. You remember Sting, not a mustache. That is correct. All right, good start. Two to two. Dan Bickley. God creates dinosaurs. God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. <laughs> Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum, not go. a mustache. Jeff Goldblum, not a mustache. Well, All right, big flexing on the character name. Look, I, I wouldn't have known the character name. And on this one, well, you I'm can, a dinosaur dork. So. <laughs> on this one, you can give me just the character name, Vinny. Okay. Or if you know the actor. Okay. Why do they call it Ovaltine? The mug is round. The jar is round. They should call it Round Team. <laughs> That's gold, Jerry. Gold. That is uh, <laughs> that is Banya K 
Kenny Banya from Seinfeld. I, I don't know the actor's name. Neither do I. Not a mustache. That is correct. Do you, All right. do you happen to have it in front I of me? I don't have it in front of me. All right. Dan Bickley. Uh, that's America. <laughs> that is right. I don't. I'm trying to the picture their singer. I think I'm going to guess not a mustache. That is correct. The other wow. two, two guys have a mustache, but the singer does not. One of my favorite memories ever tied to this show is when <laughs> Bick let Gambo sing that song on stage with whiskey's whiskey cooker, <gasps> and he got a couple bars into it. And they Bick shut down the band and was Bick like, Gambo, like, pay attention to the drummer. Yeah. He was, oh, no, no, he was no. five miles down yeah. the road in the no. song. Uh, Dan stops guitar and he, he walks in front of Gambo and goes, Gambo, Gambo, slow down. <laughs> slow down. Listen to the drummer. No. Does and anyone it, have video of this? Uh, it is just somewhere. Yeah, I think Some, there is video of But then he does it. But then they start again and he, do, and he does well. <laughs> All right, oh, gold a gold themed mustache, not a mustache. I love the smell of it. Vince, yes. Kanye mustache. That is correct. All right, everybody's doing very well. Six 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 six. So much for the rust theory, huh? Yeah. Well, rustache. No. Not rustache. <laughs> Dan. Yes. You see, Mister Powers, <laughs> I love gold. gold. The look of it, the taste of it, the smell of it, the texture. At his gold member, he's got that soul patch, but I don't think there's a mustache. You, Not a mustache. You got it. And the actor is Mike Myers. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Very good. That's the the last line you guys always leave out the texture. <laughs> All right, Vince. Yes. Get back to work. You gotta get back to work. This the NFL, man. Ain't nobody gonna feel sorry for you. You gotta get back to work and keep grinding. Watch the film tonight. Come back Monday. Watch the film with my coaches and fix everything I do. I ain't hear a big crash, man. This the NFL. People work hard all week. You want to win. Some people will be frustrated, but at the end of the day, you gotta get back to work. That is uh, the departed Marcus Golden. And I think, yeah, I think there's a mustache. There is a mustache yes. there. 8-8. Eight, 8-8. Eight. Eight, eight, eight. We're on a perfect game so far. Dan right. Bickley to end it with a 10 out of 10. Neil Young, not a mustache. Neil Young with... Side, uh, sideburns yes. the size of lamb chops, yes. but yes. no mustache. All right. Lamb chop? Not a lamb chop. <laughs> Vinny, yeah. for the tie. A lamb chop. A lamb chop. No, 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 lamb chop. They want to get Uh, that is the Black Keys, not a mustache.
That is the Black Keys. Oh, you got me. And he has a full beard oh. and mustache. Oh. I was thinking of the I was thinking of the other guy, the drummer. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking right at the guy right now. Oh, and the last clue on the last bit of facial Uh-oh. hair on the upper lip. <laughs> but you know, it's it's been a month, but that was a very exciting competitive uh, edition of Shut up, Jared. <laughs> 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 did you have a tiebreaker question ready? She did. Right? I what, did. What Sarah, Sarah had it. I was, ask, I was going to ask what the melting point of gold is oh. Oh. in degrees Fahrenheit. Man, Anyone want to give it a guess? And I ruined it. No, that's an interesting question. The melting point of gold... In Fahrenheit. Doesn't you know what? Sa- probably not very high. We'll submit our guesses. <gasps> oh. Do it anyway! And we'll go to after the break. Right after this! <laughs> Not a mustache. Oh, mustache, oh, mustache oh, nice game, Bick. We'll close out the uh, Thursday edition. Straight ahead, it's Pickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Mustache or no mustache? <laughs> mustache, not a mustache. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata. Song of the Day. Of course. Because it's May the 4th. What a dork! <laughs> what a 4th. How, how many people do you think you. are dressed up at uh, Disneyland today, Jared? Oh, man. You're right. This is probably a crazy day. Yeah. It's really amazing how much Disney has become Star Wars. Oh, it's it's by far the over the biggest theme of the park now. Yeah, I haven't been to Disneyland really since the Star Wars yeah, takeover. Yeah, yeah, like, so. yeah, yeah. How does Mike Tyson wish you a happy May the Fourth? <laughs> how do you know the difference? Look we that's a great question. Are you what? saying fourth or fourth? I think we have uh, actually auto audio of that. Here you go, Vander. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I guess not. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Bick, we're old enough to remember when this uh, this movie came out, was released in theaters, and the phenomenon that it was the first one, A New Hope. It wasn't even called A New Hope. It was just Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, Star that Wars. Was it. it was an episode four. And it was such a big... I, I remember my dad taking... Taking me and my sisters to go it see it. It was such a big such deal. A huge yeah. deal. And were you, did you think much of it when you first saw it? I, uh, yes, because everybody, the whole world was talking about this movie. Like we weren't early adopters. But then my, as a kid, I always had a sore spot for Star Wars because I was never allowed to get Star Wars figures. I had one Star Wars figure as a child. Why? Never allowed to? Why? They're too too controversial? No, it was just one of the... All my friends had all the Star Wars figures, and a a shipment of a Star Wars figure, a whole box full of them, got sent to my friend, and he gave me one. It was Bosk, the bounty hunter. Bosk, the bounty hunter. I had the worst... Not even Boba Fett. ever. Yeah. (laughs) Did you have Star Wars figures? I didn't. No. No. Anyway, may the 4th be with you all on this Star Wars Day, the Quattro de Mayo, if you will. It's today's song of the day from John Williams and the London Symphony Orchestra. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid.
brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, Vic, what's your guess on the boiling point of gold? Um, I, I don't know, but I know Fahrenheit 451 is the temperature at which books burn or the book paper burns. I'm, so if paper is 451, gold has got to be at least 2,000 degrees. I just put my guess in, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> 2,000 says Bic. 4,892 guesses yeah, Vince Morata. It might be that much. It might be more. <laughs> Not so close, my friends. Oh. No, I would, I would say it's closer to what paper burns at. What's, okay, what's according the, what's to the I Encyclopedia. Look, I it up before. <laughs> oh, you looked it up? <laughs> and, yet you, and yet you lost. 1,947 is listed as the melting point for gold, according to oh, Encyclopedia you said melting Britannica. melting point. I, I yes. went with boiling Melting point. point. Uh, 1,947. That's how they get you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's even some debate 5,173 degrees Fahrenheit is where it boils. Look, if anybody wants to send us their gold, we'll and test send it. Us we'll, your gold. We'll test it on we'll test it on the air. Yes, in the name of science, we will do that. Thank you. <laughs> I can't even cheat right. Yeah, I don't lose I, I, suck at this yeah, game. I know. My <laughs> goodness. <laughs> Who are you? ASU football? Whoa! <laughs> Hey, I'm going to respond to you via text on my burner phone for that comment, my friend. <laughs> well played. But only in, that the, is good. Only in the proper that texting window. That is good. Um, we, Marcus Golden got uh, mentioned in Mustache, Not a Mustache. He is gone. He was a great quote. I will say this about the uh, current group of offensive linemen for the Arizona Cardinals. DJ Humphreys is one of the best quotes in football. We always love having DJ on the show. Mm-hmm. He's been great to us over yep. the years. Uh, this Paris Johnson Jr. He's pretty close. He's pretty yeah, close. Yeah, he's great. He was on Red Sea Report. Listen to this. I'm willing to say right now, I can't wait for Nick Bosa. I can't wait for Micah Parsons. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's been a uh, dream. I've already been studying his tape. Um both those guys' tapes. and um, Oh, boy. I want a pancake. Uh, Devin White so bad just because oh, I think he's a dog. Oh, the guys I, the guys I no. want to dominate are the guys who I appreciate in the game so much. You know what I mean? Like, I want to attack the guys that I appreciate so much in this game because I think they're legends. And I just want to go against them. And I want to say, I'm going to rise up. I'm not going to rise up going against no names. I got to find Devin White on the field. I got to hunt down. You know, same with, with Michael Parsons. You know, everybody. Like, that's the that's, that's fun. You know? I know you're going the oh no oh, route. Boy. Oh, I, boy. I like it. You gotta beat the best. You gotta beat the best. Yeah, I get you. Not in football. I've, I've, yapping rookies always get their comeuppance, and I know that's not yapping, but that's gonna, that's gonna get around. Oh yeah, that's gonna get around. Oh boy. Oh boy. Still a great quote. No, it's wonderful. And Nick Bosa had a quote that has recirculated this off season too, with uh, Steve Kahn sharing a story about if you draft that little quarterback, I'm going to haunt you for years. Nick Bosa is obviously a great player, defensive player of the year for a team that competes for Super Bowls. He really hasn't done much against the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I know. Listen, I'm just I'm just saying that as a rookie, it's not good to yap about what you're going to do until you get in and do it. Let's go wreck to this league. <laughs> Who said that again? <laughs> Johnny Manziel. Oh, that is going to do it for us on this Thursday. We're going to go home and watch Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 
going to go home work on my Jar Jar Binks impression. <laughs> Your Jar Jar Binks, babe. Uh, or maybe I'll just go home and watch videos from the uh, the Black Keys so I don't oh boy. those questions anymore. Man, one time in a month we play and I blew it on the last one. That's Sorry, what man. that'll teach me to play anything from the last 20 years in music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was caught off guard because you actually did that. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Thanks to uh, Derek Hall, Kellen Olsen for joining us. Wolf and Luke are up next. We'll catch you tomorrow morning for the Friday edition at uh, 6 a.m. here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.